Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, party people. It is Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today we're doing things a little bit differently. Um, I am actually live on Facebook and I am live on YouTube. I've never done the Facebook live and YouTube at the same time, but we're doing it today because if you are a follower of the podcast, podcast, what is that? (laughs) The podcast, you would know that I typically come out, um, premiere the episodes on Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m., but I not gonna lie to y'all. I was procrastinating because I was trying to see if I wanted to do a throwback episode or like, I don't know. But as you can see, I don't have a guest today. It's just gonna be me, myself and I. <laughs> so yeah, a few housekeeping rules. One, so... I talk with my hands, so I can't hide this issue in which I'm about to share with you. But I'm going to need this to be a no judgment zone because what we're not going to do is come up in here in my safe space and talk about me because I had on press-ons, right? (laughs) So y'all see that. Oh, I'm touching the wrong hands. Mirror. Listen, that, that mirror view. Anyway. So I just didn't have a chance to go to the nail salon because I just didn't have time. Like, so I just bought my little press-ons. You see, this hand is stubborn. And press-ons, these ain't your mama and them press-ons. These don't just pop off like the chicks on baby's kids when you just want to take. No, they'll take your fingernail clean off. So <laughs> I have some of them have been popping off. But I haven't had time to like sit down and actually soak them because that's what you have to do. I have to soak these bad boys like I would if I had acrylic on because I'm going to get my actual nails done on Saturday for the St. Patrick's Day turn up. Yes, yes. But anyway, I just wanted to say that because I don't need nobody hating on me in my comments. Like, let's let's not do this. (laughs) okay? and I talk with my hands. So if anyone is like, oh, she got her nails done. See the first two minutes. <laughs> That's why. Because, <laughs> yeah, because you're going to get, you're going to get all this. You're going to get all this, right? Okay, cool. So, who Jesus. As you can see in the title, Ashley is back on dating apps. I wish I could, like, insert some clapping or some, oh, <laughs> I don't know the response. <laughs> but before I say that, Y'all get into this U part wig. Just get it. Not a U part. It's a B part. Get into the B part wig. All the hair vendors, I need y'all to pay attention. There's a gap in the market. The gap in the market is us Sandy Brown girls. Okay. I was born with Sandy Brown hair. Okay. It's like an ash brown. And this hair is very, very hard to match. It's not in stores. As you guys know, in the store, you get a two, four, then go to a 27, 30, 350, all those things, you know, a 1B and all of that, right? This is a number six. I remember seeing number six when I was like 14, 15, 16, but I haven't seen a number six since the emergence of the virgin hair because that wasn't a big thing when I was in high school, right? So um, all the hair vendors, I just want y'all to know there's a gap in the market. If I felt like creating a hair line, I would do that. But I'm telling y'all, okay, there's a gap in the market for ash brown hair. I need y'all to make this ash brown hair. It took me three days to dye this hit this wig this color, okay? Three days of my life. I would rather just buy the hair already ash brown. Like, come on, just already sandy brown people. It's a gap in the market. Tell everybody, okay? Because I will give you my money if you can give me some ash brown hair. Okay, 
three days to diet from black to ash brown. So I just want like play the sad music in the background. That's that's ridiculous. Okay. But anyway, this is from Eunice. Eunice, I don't know how you say it, but you know what I mean. It's um it sounds like I'm saying it. So ladies, if you go ahead, you want you a little V part situation, because you're not really big on the frontals and closure wigs because um that took a lot of work. Of course, you gotta pluck and do things and re-glue and it's a lot. So <laughs> if you want your little V-part situation, go ahead. Especially if you like a 1B, you just pop it on your head and go. You don't even have to have a leave out, but I wanted to leave out. But you, they have it where you can literally just sit it on top and like tease it and it blends. But I didn't want to do that. So I spent three days dyeing my hair ash brown. Okay, back to the topic. So me being, like, me being on dating apps, you know, it shouldn't be a big deal, but it's only a big deal because when I talk <laughs> to my audience, I've always spoken about how I was off dating apps, how I literally got off because I felt like I was telling me that's not where you want to be. <laughs> and so I just got off. And since COVID, I mean, it was already kind of hard to meet people who were worth talking to before COVID, but I think after COVID, it even got worse. So I think a lot of people jumped on, but honestly, that's how folks meet these days. Like, I think it's not just because we don't be outside as much no more, even though we're going outside more now. Um, I also think it's just the norm. Social media is the norm going on dating it apps is like the norm now you know what I mean so it's nothing wrong with it I just wasn't on there because every time I got on there the dates or the the situations just led to nothing um the last time I was on there I was talking to this uh gentleman and we talked for like a month or so but I don't know he was really he was really inconsistent, really wasn't putting in a lot of effort, kind of like breadcrumbing me just enough to kind of keep me around. We would go on dates like once a week, but he kept using his job as an excuse. Like, I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, Tamara's not going horribly. <laughs> um, So, yeah, like, so after I finished that situation, because honestly, I'm big on communication. And I'm like, I'm the consistent girl. I'm the girl that's going to text back. I'm the girl that's going to call. I'm the girl that's going to put in the effort to do what it do. But I'm also just going to give you what you give me. If you're not giving me nothing, baby, I'm not giving you nothing. Now, I'll give you space and opportunity to, to try to come to rise to this occasion. But if you don't rise to the occasion, guess what? I love blocking people. It's a block party. Sometimes I won't even block you. I'll just stop responding. <laughs> like, Because, I mean, what's the point? You know, so, um, yeah, after that situation, I actually got off for like over a year and I just wasn't really talking to anybody. Now, history before this, you know, I've been single for a whopping like four and a half years. <laughs> like, it's been a minute, honey. I have been single for a long time, but you know, I was single, but I wasn't necessarily available because when I was going through my healing process, I didn't really want to date because I was really trying to discover who rediscover who I was because I lost myself in my last relationship. I was also trying to get closer to God and I was really trying to figure out like, why am I here on earth and why do I keep going through this and why do my dating situations keep be like, why am I stuck in these patterns? So I was single, but I wasn't available. And then when I thought like I was available, which was really last year, like <laughs> after three years of just like being single, um, that's when I got on the dating apps. Was it last year? Good God. It's 2022. But anyway, <laughs> so I got on and I was trying to, you know, see what was out there or whatever. And then I met this person and then he was like... <laughs> And then I like 
was praying about it and I'm just like, yeah, God is like, yeah, you may not want to do that. But I really think he wanted a little bit more time with me because there are some things that I thought I was healed over and I wasn't. And if anyone who knows me or been following me, y'all know I have a really strong relationship with God. And so we be talking, we be connecting or whatever. And so um, it felt like Jonathan McReynolds song cycle. Like I really felt like I was <laughs> stuck in a cycle because I'm like, dang, didn't we conquer this last year? <laughs> like, What are we doing? I thought I was ready, but I guess I wasn't. So this year, if you follow my blog, if you follow my YouTube, I mean, not my YouTube, my um, TikTok and my Instagram, you'll know that I started this thing called self-dating. And self-dating is really just going out by yourself, getting cute, getting dressed up. And you're just in the moment, you're doing it for the experience. And if you just so happen to meet someone dope, then great. Um, I've only done it twice. Both times have been at cigar bars. The first time I met these like older guys, they were both married. They were just being nice or whatever and just talking to me. It was cool vibes or whatever. The second time I met this guy who ended up being a part of a nonprofit and we're linking up and he's going to tell me about his nonprofit because I actually just started one. So, um, yeah, I haven't made any like dating connections with the self dating, but it's been a good experience. It boosts your confidence. It gets you out of your comfort zone. It helps you to network because I'm really shy. People don't believe me, but I'm actually like really shy because I'm outgoing. They think outgoing means you can't be shy, but that is a lie. Like if I'm in a room and I don't know nobody, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> like I don't speak unless spoken to people. So <laughs> it's just really different to go into an atmosphere, go straight to the bar and just sit there by myself and just be talking to random people. I don't know. So yeah. So after going on self-dates, I just felt like, let me try this dating app thing again. Now, before I was listening to Tony Gaskin, um, he had a, a video about how women shouldn't go on dating apps because if a man is on a dating app, basically it's like, he's basically trash because <laughs> he said it's like one and every thousand guy that's a good guy that's on a dating app who has good intentions and he was saying that because it's so many people mr champagne great question um i'll get to that so he was saying that it's so many people outside and it's always a single woman around so if you're a guy and you're outside you can meet a woman anywhere like if you go to a bar you see a group of women it's five women Four of them are single, only one in a relationship. So there's no reason why you should be on a dating app for real. And how most men, when they're on dating apps, they're really just using it because they just want a roster. And it's easy because you can just hit people up. Now, I'm not going to lie. that That's the truth. I have a brother. And I literally went through my brother's phone once because I was just bored. And my brother had, <laughs> he had, a pro, like a folder of women from tinder he literally had their pictures like a screenshot of their um profiles and their pictures so he can keep up with names and faces <laughs> like so i'm like okay brother i guess that's how it is and to answer um mr champagne's question the difference between me and people on a day nap than in person um i guess it's to me it's just more access right because dating apps you meet more people at one time so i think versus in person you're meeting one person at a time unless you just out here and you just shooting your shots at everybody so i think the um the stakes are a little bit higher in person because you only have one person right so you're more inclined to talk to that one person, invest in that one person, um, give that person more attention, more time, more effort. But if you're meeting people online, you can literally connect with 50, 60 people a day. Like if your intent is really not a relationship, then you could just have fun and play. <laughs> like I really feel like a lot of people, not even just men, but women too, will get on dating apps because they're bored and they just want <laughs> like 
to entertain a lot of people at one time. They don't really want to cultivate a healthy, happy relationship. Now they will do this thing that the um the new kids are called playing your face, meaning they will act like they want you like that, but their effort and their actions will say a completely different things. So that's what I've noticed. So just my personal experience right now, I got on only like three weeks ago. So when I first got on, I was like, okay, Ash, back in the day when you use dating apps, this is me, you know, being real with myself, self-reflection. I used to only use them for instant gratification, meaning in moments where I felt lonely and I just kind of wanted some attention. I felt insecure. Like I would jump on a dating app and try to get some attention, try to connect with a guy to feel validated. Like this was, if again, if you follow me, you kind of know my journey. Like I've dealt with abandonment issues. I've dealt with daddy issues. I've dealt with, you know, self-worth issues, all these things. So that's why my years of not being available, but actually being single were so important because I had to rediscover who I was and replenish those like things. Like I had to replenish my self-worth account. I had to learn myself. I had to figure out exactly what I wanted. I had to figure out who was safe, who was unsafe. I had to figure out why I was stuck in patterns and what was I doing right? What was I doing wrong? So going on these dating apps, I'm like, okay, back in the day when you dated, you was on these apps, <laughs> you was using them for instant gratification, but now you're grown, you're, you're whole, you're secure now, your self-worth is on fleek. That's not even what the kids are using these days, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> You going to date different. So the people that you would typically swipe right on, you're taking your time a little bit. Like you're really looking at profiles. You're not just paying attention to looks. You're really trying to see like, okay, do they have the things that you actually want? Do they have, do, does it say Christian on their profile? Does it say how many kids do they have? Does it say that they want a relationship or they just don't know? Like, what are the things they're that they're saying and their um answers on the profiles? Do they sound dumb? <laughs> Do they, you know what I mean? Like you're really trying to figure out who is this person before you even swipe right with them and start a conversation because you don't want to waste your time. So um back in the day, I was really I put a heavy emphasis on looks, like super heavy emphasis on looks, where like and I think a lot of people do this, especially when you're younger. You will let the guy who fine get away with murder, honey. But the guy who's like, just okay, you're not really paying attention to him and like, you know, those things. So it's a very immature approach to it. But, you know, you just have to figure that out and not be as immature in like how you pursue dating. If you want a healthy and happy, determine what I say to you. Because if you want a happy, happy and healthy relationship, it takes a little bit more work. Typically takes a little bit more time unless you're blessed. You know what I mean? And if you just want something casual, you just want to be out here, you just want a little bit of attention, that's easy. Anybody, like, that's easy. You can go on here, like, all day, every day. Like, what, what are we talking about? So, <laughs> so yeah, um, Mr. Champagne, everyone can be a representative. I've met plenty of people um, in person who were representatives. Like, that just comes with, you know, pacing. But um, you just have to stick in there long enough and don't give too much too soon to figure out, like, who am I actually dating? Because someone can show up fake, Perfect example, y'all. I went out with my homie <laughs> and my homegirl this Saturday. So I am always the third wheel to my homie and his girl. They invite me all the time. It's not that I'm choosing to impose upon them. They just enjoy having me around. <laughs> so um, we went to this bar and I was sitting at the bar. It was me, my homegirl and my homie. And there was an older lady sitting by me. And so the older lady was <laughs> sitting by me and this guy was coming up behind her trying to talk to her. And I could tell that she really wasn't into him, but he was trying to impress her. So he takes out some money and looks at me and says, I'll give you $50 for your seat because he was trying to sit next to her. Now me, thank you. I'm gonna take this $50. It's like, what do you mean? 
But when he pulled his money out, he didn't have $50. He counted off like $45 bills, like 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. And I'm like, sold my brother. I'll take it. <laughs> so I got my $40, but he was really flexing because he didn't even have the money that he said he had. <laughs> like, sir, why are you trying to flex and be the big man on campus? Like, one, I'm pretty sure she'd be more impressed if you just bought her a drink versus trying to buy the seat next to her. But what I'm saying is, like, people are going to flex online, offline, in your face, out your face. Like, that's just something you have to leave with wisdom with. So never feel like just because someone is in person, they're showing you the real them. A lot. Okay. <laughs> a whole lot. Okay. So anyway, um, so when I get on here on the dating apps, I'm like swiping, swiping, swiping. And I was connecting with a few people. Now I did um connect the first person I connected with. Um, I'm gonna call him B. I'm not gonna get nobody name out here. <laughs> um, I was really excited about him because like we had we were I'm I'm really goofy. And for a long time, I did not show my goofy side in relationships because I felt like guys don't want the goofy girl. They want like the pretty, pristy girl or whatever. But I'm 32 now. I, it's time out for all that. Like you're going to get who I am and that's goofy. So me and this guy, like we were connecting because we were talking about Martin and I love Martin. Like Martin is one of my favorite TV shows. I got Martin trivia. Like you ain't seeing me on this Martin trivia, right? So we were connecting and we were talking for like two days. And then he kind of just fell off. And like, again, I give you what you give me. So I noticed like I, one day I was putting in one of like, I was putting in more effort that day than he was giving me. And I kind of was like, let me take a step back tomorrow. I'm not really going to hit him up like that. And I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> like, like, wow, what's going on here? So I hit up my homegirl and I was asking her like, does this normally happen? Cause like, I was kind of excited about him. That hurt my feelings a little bit. I thought it was going to like at least lead to a meetup, but no. So she's like, girl, that happens all the time. I'm going to tell you this. Just do not expect anything because you don't know these people's intentions on here. A lot of them are just bored. A lot of them are not who they say they are. And just a lot of them just up here lying. <laughs> like just up here lying. It's something to do. It's something to do to pass time. They probably got whole wives, girlfriends. You don't know. So don't take it personally, right? So I'm telling you, like, if you're on a dating gap and that happens, don't blame yourself. Don't feel like it's something you said you did. Don't feel like, oh, I'm not pretty enough or, oh, my butt's not big enough. Oh, this, that, like, th dead all that. Because you just never know. You just never know. You have to, like, you just have to understand. First of all, know your worth, of course. Understand that you, you the ish and somebody's son gonna like it. And then two, just know that you never know. And those who are for you are for you and will actually put in the effort. And those who aren't, aren't, and they won't. So don't feel bad is all I'm saying, right? Okay, so <laughs> that's one thing. So that actually happened to me <laughs> like three times, y'all. Like literally like three freaking times where I was like connecting with an individual and I'm like, Oh, we're hitting it off. We have a good conversation. And then it just fell off in like 48 hours. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Not used to this because back in the day when I was on dating apps, like in my twenties, like early twenties, it would be like, boom, we hit each other up first day. We probably going to meet up tomorrow. And just kick it. You know what I mean? Go on a date tomorrow just so I can see your face. Lay eyes on you. Make sure you're not a catfish. You know what I mean? But I also was dating very immaturely. I was looking more for look. I was basing my connections more for looks. I was looking. I thought I was looking for something seriously. But honestly, the way I move, I was moving. <laughs> I really wasn't. <laughs> so it was just a very in immature approach. But like now, because I'm really looking for quality and not quantity, like it just takes a little bit longer. Um, also, I have like trigger words, <laughs> meaning like I look for red flags up front because if I see a red flag, you're not even getting my phone number. Like we're not getting up off this app if I feel like 
you moving too fast or you going to be on some BS or you trying to like, nah, like we're not doing that. What I mean by that is like in the past, I've been love bummed a lot. If a lady don't know what love bumming is, it's basically when men throw a whole lot at you in the beginning because their intent is to manipulate you. Like they want to gain your trust super quickly so that they can get whatever they need to get, be it sex, a place to stay, money, control, like whatever. But that's what love bumming is, right? So I've been love bummed so many times. And unfortunately, love bumming became my comfort zone, meaning that like all the guys, like, well, not all of them, but like 80% of the guys I would meet would try to do that. And I got so used to that. I thought like, oh, this is what it means when a guy likes me, right? But now because I'm more, I'm wiser, my discernment is heavier, I'm taking my time. When I see that, I'm like, uh-uh, red flag, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> like, uh-uh, I don't like it, uh-uh. So, like, that's one thing. Another thing is, like, listen, if you say grand rising to me, it's a wrap for me. You don't have to worry about me. If you use any terms like alpha male, red pill, blue pill, purple, it no. No, if you ask me about bringing whatever to the table, no, <laughs> like, no, okay, the answer is no, you don't have to worry about me, you don't have to worry about me. Now, there are some women who love it, they want an alpha male, they want you to state it, they want that ain't me, that is not me. So, if you coming with that rah rah, I am okay, baby, I am okay, she's not the one, honey. <laughs> She is not the one or the two, okay? So that's how to quickly get you cut off. Um, if you are listening to this and you think that, oh, okay, so I know this now, so I won't. No, I can tell how you move. I, I know how y'all jokers move now because I dated a Kevin Samuel lights and that equipped me for everything I needed to know. I got a PhD in Kevin Samuel lights. So <laughs> we're not doing that no more, okay, people? Okay. So another thing, um, somebody in the comments, Robert Jackson, um, saying that it's hard to know who to put effort into when you match for three or four women with potential. I agree. I agree. Um, but I think you have to kind of like take, juggle what you can, you can handle. <laughs> like, cause I feel like you're missing out on good quality people because you're looking at the quantity instead of the quality. What I mean by that is even in these three weeks, y'all, I've gotten overwhelmed with people I've matched with to the point where like after two days or so, I'll just delete the app and I'll be back. Like I don't believe delete my profile. I'll just delete the app because I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't deal with all these people. Like, no, I'm good. I'm going to just stick with the connections that I have on the outside that I'm like hitting up or whatever. Like, Mm -mm. I'm not about to do all that. Right. So just juggle what you can handle. Now I used to be a believer that you need to like put all your eggs in one basket, but I am no longer a believe believer of that in the beginning. Um, what I mean by that is you, when you just meet somebody, you don't know them yet. Even if y'all had a great date, like even if y'all are connecting, even if y'all are talking like all the time, until y'all have gotten to that point of discussing like exclusivity and you trust that person enough to say, you know what, I'm okay with exploring everything and all my options because I'm, I trust you with my heart. I trust you with my feelings. I trust that you won't just skedaddle. You know what I mean? Once you get what you want, like, yeah, I, I would say continue to explore other options. Like, just continue to get to know other people, continue to kind of, like, figure out, like, what am I doing? What do I want? What don't I want? Like, you know what I mean? Until you get to that point, because I feel like when you kind of go into a situation, women, I'm mainly talking to you because I'm a woman and I know I've done this before. Say you meet this guy and, and he's like the bum and you basically are like, I ain't studying nobody else you just ignore all of the other options. You then put expectations on him to be your one and only. So then you start wondering, I wonder if he's talking to other women or 
I wonder if he's thinking the same about me. I wonder if he cut everyone off from me. Then you start getting anxious. Then you start getting worried. And then it like really takes away from you living in the moment and really getting to know that person because you're trying to lock them down when that ain't what this is. Like dating is really you just kind of interviewing <laughs> in a sense. Like you're trying to see like, do I want the position of them and do they want the position of me? Like, that's what this is about. Now, me, I be busy. And honestly, I can't juggle a whole bunch of a lot of people like that. So my limit is my limit. It's not a lot at all. I ain't going to throw it out there because ain't none of y'all business. But it's not a lot at all. <laughs> okay. So when I'm out there like dating I'm able to give attention to the quality people that I've decided to, you know, focus on. But at the same time, like I'm still like Mr. Champagne said, I'm still browsing. You know what I mean? But honestly, I feel like it helps both parties. Like it helps me because I don't have the anxiety and I don't have these expectations that I'm projecting onto the guy that I'm dating because I'm not forcing him into a monogamous position without even having that discussion or without even having enough time to figure out, like, are we a match? Like, are we a match? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? And that's another cold word, Mr. Champagne. Don't you start high value. Don't, don't do it. That's another word to get you cut off. I'll block you. <laughs> okay. All of that Kevin Samuel light talk, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that, but I will answer your question. But yeah, ladies, so to sum it up, I just say like when you're on these dating apps, it's not, I've said this before, it's not a cure to single. You don't get on a dating app and then you meet someone really quick and then y'all go live happily ever after. Now that does happen for some people. I do have a homegirl who had a really great experience last year. She was on there for like a month. She had a few like flops, but then now she's with this guy. She's in love. Like they're together. They live together. It's a great time. And I'm like, yes, girl, you gave me hope. I want what you got, girl. So, you know, that can definitely happen, but she did have to go through some like some trash it's still like picking listen it's still like picking trash out of the dumpster in the sewer yes a dumpster inside the sewer is still like picking that out right <laughs> you still have to like take your time but you have to maintain your like take your time but still be hopeful i feel like a lot of people i'm people i've been through so many disappointments in dating um, that sometimes like when something doesn't work out, I get discouraged and I'm just like, Oh, I just don't want to do this anymore. But you can't think like that. And that's another reason that you should like continue to browse until you really figure out like, okay, if this person is really for me, cause it takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off for you. It takes the pressure off of them. And y'all can really have fun and vibe with each other and just figure each other out. You know what I mean? And then when y'all choose each other, it'll be that much better. So yeah, what is my, what is a quality man for me? Um, what I'm looking for when I'm on there, I'm looking for someone who is emotionally available and emotionally intelligent, please. And thank you. I'm looking for someone who knows who they are, who have an identity. Okay. Someone who like knows, okay, this is who I am. I've been through some stuff I, I can kind of describe who I am to you. I know what I like. I know what I dislike. And like, I'm firm in who I am. I can't just be swayed by culture or any old thing. I'm also somebody disciplined. Also someone who has a relationship with God. Listen, if I have a very close relationship with God, I yell that I'm a Christian all the time, right? Um, And being a follower of Christ, like I'm not super religious because yeah, we ain't in the whole, we ain't into the whole, you do this, you sin and all that, you know, but my relationship with God was when I, I developed it when I was like 24, I was late in life, didn't grow up in church. So like, if you date me and you don't have a relationship with God, you're not going to understand me. Cause I, I, the way I live my life is very, <laughs> it surrounds that. And I'm not ashamed of that. 
And if you don't believe, there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't feel like we all would be a good match because I've tried that already. I've dated a lot of guys who weren't. And a lot of them try to put on a face like they were, but then once they thought they had me, they were like, switch up. And it's like, dude, just say who you are. Say what you like. Like, I have friends who aren't Christian. Like, I have friends who don't believe what I believe, but we still rock with each other. Like, and that's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that girl that's going to just Like, no, I'm not, fam. Like, even if if my homies, they don't believe, if they tell me something going on, I'm still going to pray for you. <laughs> like, So, like, that's what, like, a quality man is for me. But honestly, I'm just looking for the person I can trust with my heart. Fam, I ain't never trusted no man with my heart. Like, ever. Like, ever. In life. <laughs> okay? And that's what I'm looking for. Somebody I can really put my guard down with. I can be 100% vulnerable with. Because, like, I, I've had to guard my heart. And God says do that. That's that's biblical. Like, guard your heart above all things. That's where everything flows. You know what I mean? And, like, I want to be able to be in that with someone where I'm like, I really fully trust you like that. Like, I really feel like you love me like Christ loved the church. And I'm okay with submitting and doing all of those things because you you got me. I know you got me. I'm not even worried. Like, I've had so many situations. Ladies, this is a red flag, okay? This is a red flag. When you're dating someone and you don't have peace, meaning you have so much anxiety, you have no clarity, you have so much, so many questions, you're scratching your head, you're basically playing, trying to solve equations, trying to figure out what's going on, and you can't even rest. You can't even rest in the security, thank you, Chuck, security of the relationship, because you're trying to figure it out. People asking you how y'all doing. I don't even know, girl. I, I, I think we still together. Bruh, like, why even put yourself through that? Like, I've done that so many times, and it's just not worth it. Just remove yourself because there's someone out there who's going to give you the security that you need in a relationship. They're going to give you safety. I think too many times we watch these movies, and these movies say these people meet and, you know, they had this struggle back and forth, back and forth. But then, voila, they ended up in love at the end. And they lived happily ever after. It's a lie, okay? Because, honestly, true love equals safety. True love feels like security. It doesn't feel like these extreme butterflies, these toxic relationships that the media tries to tell us that we should be in. No, it feels like safety. It feels like, you know, I can lay my head on your chest and not worry about anything. Like, I can trust you with my emotions. I can trust you with my, my thoughts. I can trust you with everything because I feel safe here. I don't want to feel anxious. I did that already. I don't care about, like, the extreme butterflies and all that. I would love to have them. <laughs> but honestly, a lot of the time, that's just lust. I'm sorry, that's just lust. When you approach this dude and the only thing you're thinking about is how your JJ getting wet, that's lust, baby. Like, <laughs> and I've led with lust a lot of times because, again, I put a, a large emphasis on looks for a long time. So now I look at that as a red flag when I feel, like, too sexually attracted to someone. Like, when I'm too sexually attracted, I'm kind of like, Bro, what is that? Like, what is that? Is that more? Let's explore this because that's too much. It's something going on there. That could just be lust. Let's back out of this and try to figure it out because that ain't what you want. You did that already. So I'm, I'm constantly looking at certain things and I'm very aware of things and I really analyze them because I just ain't trying to, to heal from no more jokers, y'all. Like, I done did this too many times. I'm too old. I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> like, I'm just not doing it. And Chuck, you said um, women want to feel safe and bask in their femininity. We do, but I also think men need to feel safe too. I feel like men need to, men need a safe space where they feel like they can be vulnerable and it won't be used against them. And I want to be that safe space for my man. 
I want to be the person that he comes and tell all his woes to. And he knows that he's safe and that I won't turn around and use that against him in the future because I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? So I feel like women and men need to be safe. And I feel like that's when you found your person. But it's really hard to even think or date in that mindset when you're so, when you're following the world's example of what love is. Like, I feel like right now, the worldly example is so toxic. And I know that word is so overused, but the worldly example is just so, it's not leading to peace, in my opinion. Like, it's leading to chaos. It's leading to broken families. It's leading to situationships. It's leading to, let's just do this thing, be super extreme, but then hate each other next year. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I feel like, yeah, you should love with your heart, but you should also love with your mind, baby. <laughs> like, I need to love with my heart and my mind. Like, we need to be on one accord. Like, we... <laughs> like, and yes, I agree, Chuck. I don't think people are being real with themselves. But that comes with healing. I'm an advocate for therapy. I've been to therapy. I actually have a master's in psychology, but I've still been to therapy. I'm a trained life coach, still been to therapy because... I feel like you only know parts of yourself to a certain extent until someone else can come and really get a bird's eye view of who you are and see your blind spots. And your therapist will really see your blind spots. My therapist has snatched my edges a few times. I've literally had moments with my therapist where she would ask me a question and I would ponder on the question for a year and two years. There's one question I'm still pondering on, and I'm kind of like, dang, girl, how you really, it's two years later, and I'm still pondering on this question. So, yeah, in order to, like, really be happy, you have to know what you want, and you have to also operate in what you want. I know I'm, like, so far left, but <laughs> honestly, it's crazy that, like, getting back on these dating guys for, like, three weeks has shown me my growth. It's shown me my growth because... I'm able to self-correct so quickly and not go back into like those negative like thought patterns that kept me single for a long time. And they kept me single for a long time because I was picking wrong. I was picking from a hurt place. I was picking from an unhealthy place. I was picking to get attention and validation, not to be in a partnership, not to really have safety and healthy love. Like that's where... I was picking from, you know what I mean? So Chuck, no, 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 Robert, please. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, 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 Rob, we, we're not doing that. He said, no, no, I ain't even gonna repeat what he said. We're not doing it. <laughs> but, but yeah, Um. so, oh, you said Chuck. Chuck is from high, my high school. I love Chuck. We grew up together. I love him. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, it just showed me my growth and just how far I've come. And it just gave me confidence that even if I don't meet my dude on a dating app, like I feel like where I am now is a very great place to be, to actually date in a healthy place and have fun with it. I feel like too many people, they're dating with too much like anxiety and too much overthinking. So you really can't have fun. Like, then it should be fun, bro. Be outside. Cause I be dating, but I also have friends. So I'm still gonna go outside with my friends, right? Like I'm not gonna over, like put too much into it. And I also still go outside by myself. So I think you really have to be a whole individual. You have to really know yourself. You have to really stand in what you, you know, love and want in order to really have fun doing this. So like, I know I said a lot. But my advice is like, if you're on a dating app, <clears throat> I got a few things for you. Um, One, understand what you want before pursuing this because you can kind of get overwhelmed and a lot of these people will disappoint you. And so you want to um, understand what you want and understand that if it doesn't work out how you wanted it to work out, that just means that it wasn't going to lead to what you ultimately wanted in the first place. So don't be disappointed. You know, you can have your feelings. We all... because. It's really just the rejection that you're coping with, right? Like, if you don't get that text back, if you don't get that call back, if that person cancels on a date, whatever. It's just the rejection you're dealing with. But don't 
make that rejection feel like it's something you did because you never know. Like, you don't know what people are thinking. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what people actual intentions are because folks be lying. So just have solace in knowing that that person wasn't going to lead to what I want. So I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, two, really take your time, pace yourself, really get to know people. Um, don't be like rushing them. Listen, this is, <laughs> this is one of my toxic traits. Communication. So I'm huge on communa freaking meaning like how to communicate how you feel about things as well as like daily communication. I'm not the girl that I can date somebody and we don't talk every day. Bro, if you're not pulling up every day in these text messages on this phone, you ain't got to call me every day. You can really just text me every day. I'm not big on the phone or FaceTime, honestly. But if you're not pulling up in these texts every single day trying to see how I'm doing, if I'm still alive and my well-being, we ain't going to we ain't going to do that. But one of my toxic traits has been when I don't get the communication at the level, at the pace, at the um, um, the amount that I would like, I kind of like get turned off or kind of like shut down from that person. But I've had to stop doing that because people got lives. And just because someone isn't like hitting you up every, well, every day, yeah, but not if they're not hitting you up all day, that doesn't automatically mean that they don't want you or they don't want to date you or they have something else going on. They could just genuinely be busy, especially if someone like actually has a life and they're like, you know, but also if you feeling abandoned or if you feeling like they're not putting in effort at all, like that is a sign that nah, you good, but you don't know because you'll kind of feel safe because you'll kind of figure out their routine because they'll probably text you around the same time they'll probably hit you up around the same time they'll still like try to vibe with you rock with you still try to see you still try to call you facetime you see your face you know you'll know but um yeah pace yourself and just really get to know three take disappointments um this is kind of reiterating one but really like take don't take disappointments to the extreme Meaning that if you get disappointed and things don't go how you wanted them to go, don't be like, I'm deleting this forever because I'm never going to find anyone. Like I used to be that girl. That's why I'm telling y'all this. So I know somebody else feels the same way. Like, you know, sometimes it's just, it could be the timing is off. Maybe, you know, you just didn't meet anyone this week or this day or this month. Like that's okay. And if you get overwhelmed, like, just take a break. Again, I've deleted it. It's deleted right now, honestly. <laughs> but like my profile's not deleted. But when I feel like, okay, I want to connect with some more people, I'll go back on there. But right now, like I'm good. So yeah, like just don't take it to the extreme. Don't feel like it's something you did. Don't, you know, do that whole, I, I'm going to blame myself so I can crawl back into my shell and say, I'm, you know, I'm single, I'm dying alone, but you're not doing anything to actually put yourself out there. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> if you've been single for as, for as long as I've been single, it's solace and single, meaning it's certainty here. You know what's going to happen here. There's a schedule here. You ain't got to worry about nobody hurting your feelings here. You ain't got to worry about rejection here. You don't have to worry about when somebody going to call you, do this, whatever. It's solace here. But at the same time, there's still like, a part of you that still wants something. So it's scary to like put yourself out there and veer away from the solace that you found in your single season because you don't want anyone to screw that up. But at the same time, you had to leave with, that's why I say date with your mind and your heart. You got to leave with discernment and, and hope at the same time. You can do both. Like you really can have hope and discernment at the same time, still hope for the best, but still discern situations, send for what they are, but don't get bent out of shape when things don't go exactly how you thought they would go. Right. So yeah. But like, if you've never been on there, um, I would say, give it a try and just take these steps. Listen, don't put too much into it. Cause it's really still like digging through trash in a sewer. Um, you have access to more people at your fingertips. Um, you don't really have to get dressed, go out, you know, put a little cute picture on there and you good. But at the same, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like, bye Robert. Thanks for participating. <laughs> but, um, but at the same time, like it, it does give you, it, it just, I feel like 
it's like a, a, a mirror to yourself in a sense. Cause you kind of see like, okay, how am I in dating? Am I having fun? Am I anxious? What are some things I can work on? Like what's going on with me? Who are the type of guys that I'm dating? Is it quality or I'm going for quantity? Like, what is this for? Like you kind of get to see yourself when you <laughs> get up on these things. If you're introspective like that, cause that's how I am. But, um, yeah. Also, I, I mentioned it, but try self-dating too. Like self-dating is fun because I feel like a lot of the times when you, especially because of COVID, you got so used to being at home and not going outside that if you like me, y'all, I really forgot how to dress because <laughs> I just wasn't going outside and the clothes I was putting on at home was real homeless like clothes. So now I have to like get dressed, put on makeup, do my hair and all this. It's kind of like, what is this? Like, I feel like crazy, but like self-dating, it helps you kind of re like kind of reignite that spunk for going out and meeting people and doing things. So, um, I have a blog actually that I put out um, on singlewomenchronicles.com about self-dating locations in Atlanta. If you live in Atlanta, it's a few places for women can that for women um, that can go. I think men can go too because I, again, I go to a few cigar lounges because I don't smoke cigars, but I just like the vibe there. It's real chill. Um, you ain't got to worry about folks sagging because that bothers me. Um, <laughs> like people usually, even if like they're not trying to talk to you in a romantic way, you'll probably still meet somebody of quality that you can connect with on something else. So just have good conversation. I feel like having good conversation is good. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I don't really know if I stayed on topic a lot. I probably like went all over the place. I'm very happy that I was able to do this along with you guys' help because I was kind of like, oh, I'm by myself. I ain't gonna have nothing to talk about. But with the wonderful people in the chat, I was able to find something to talk about. But that is all you you guys. Love you guys. Until next time. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.